0: Everyone, this is Morgan, the artist formerly known as Joe, and I wanted to apologize for the quality of our episode today. There were some issues in our recording process that we didn't catch until we were doing the edit, which is part of the reason why uh, it has taken so long to get this one out. Uh, once again, we apologize for making you wait. We will be doing some, you know, quality assurance testing to ensure that. Our beautiful voices come through as clear as possible in future episodes. Now that being said, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show.
1: welcome back to $2 Creature Feature, an actual play Monster of the Week podcast. Uh, Monster of the Week is like, um, if D&D was like Conan the Barbarian or Lord of the Rings DRP, then Monster of the Week would be like Buffy the Vampire Slayer or Supernatural in tabletop format. Uh, I am Ray, your keeper of mysteries, and I use he, him pronouns.
2: Hi, I am Laura McMillan, she, her. I'm playing Dor Bolin uh also she her
0: hey i'm uh hey i'm joe i am playing sybil the hex uh and we both use she they
3: pronouns uh hi i'm Dai, and i play
1: um i'd like to thank a few people before we get started uh i'd like to thank michael sands and evil hat productions for making and distributing the game monster of the week I'd also like to thank Q times for hosting our podcast and I want to thank Sam's Richardson and the rest of the po- pest control crew for making this wonderful specific setting that we're playing in. And with that, on to the mystery.
0: Oh shit we're actually we're actually having a mystery today. I thought, okay, okay, uh, let me get go ahead to mamma in a while
2: we're just all, we're just all here to hang out. <laughs> We just thought we would. We would.
0: I, I thought. I thought this was movie night. I don't. I thought it was movie night at the at the carnival. So,
1: I I was so glad. I was like, wow, oh, we're getting through this intro without any bullshit. You know, we're just trudging on through, and then boom, nope. Sammy Gar and her friends had planned for a typical night, but what transgressed was anything but pizza, ice cream and a scary movie on the local u agent were all planned. After the parents went to bed, every girl planned on dabbling in a little witchcraft. Light as a feather, stiff as a board, and every girl had to face Bloody Mary and the Ouija board. "'It's your turn,' Winnie Sanders told Sammy. First, light the candle,' Wendy instructed. "'Then walk backwards to the bathroom.' We'll follow you and guide you so you don't fall or walk into something. Sammy took a deep breath and told herself it was all for fun, but the cold gripped at her heart, causing her breath to be tense and shallow. The candelabrum sat on the dining room table. Sam lit a match, and after a few tries, the candle's wick accepted the flame with glee. Sammy put on a brave face as she looked to the other girls. Lifting the candelabrum, she walked slowly, dutifully, and backwards to the bathroom. Winnie and the girls acted as cohorts, following Sammy to the bathroom. She edited the group, though it was cramped. Sammy could see herself and the girls reflected in the mirror. "'Do it,' Winnie instructed. "'Say her name three times.' Sammy looked back at her reflection. "'Bloody Mary.' Her chest tightened. Bloody Mary. Her heart fluttered like a caged bird trying to get free. Bloody Mary. There was a hushed silence in the room. No one moved. The flame danced in the darkness with its partner in the mirror. Sammy stared into her own eyes, wondering what face would appear in the mirror. The bathroom door burst open and the girl screamed. Sammy's father grinned ear to ear. John, Sammy's other father, Jack, scolded his husband. That's not what I meant when I said knock. Sorry, I couldn't resist. John apologized. If y'all are about done, we only have one bathroom. We're done, Sammy said, silently relieved for the break. The night progressed, the movie watched, and the house fell silent to sleep. Except, of course mirror in the bathroom. head rolled out, and then two arms, an abdomen, and two legs. The parts came to life on their own, closing in and forming together, bones popping and cracking back into place. The visitor stood, cracking its own spine into place. It slowly slumped and stepped, dragging its own foot as it moved through the house. The carnival had been in town for the week, prepping for the weekend rush. It's Saturday morning, and where do we find Nemo?
3: Well, it's a a Saturday. I I often take the the day off to to indulge in in my favorite pastime, which is collecting mold samples. Now you might, there are many people, it's not a common practice these days, but I'll have you know. Back in a certain time, I was the king, if you will, of mold collecting. And I have quite a collection. I would be perhaps gallivanting in some some area where mold samples can be collected.
1: Where do you think mold grows best? The, the,
3: the, uh, 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 the, the, uh, the carnival is up to standard, so there will be no mold uh, growing on any of the foodstuffs. Uh, so I would naturally, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> dabs. Forehead with a dove's brow with uh, with handkerchief. Uh, No, no, uh, probably in some, some, perhaps a park um, or perhaps some some local area of nature. I don't quite know. This Manchester is quite different to the Manchester I'm familiar with.
1: Yeah, no, this Manchester's in, um, well, it's in um, the southeast. I'll put it that way. Um, The exact state I will leave. Ambiguous, just in case there is another Manchester that I may or may not be referring to, incidentally or otherwise. Uh, there is a river that runs through town. Um, I would say you could probably um, find some samples off of a bridge out that way.
3: Yeah, of course. Yes, yes. I shall give it to a for. I shall make sure everyone is aware of my, of my foray in case havoc ensues.
1: Okay, who are you going to go and tell?
3: Uh, I shall tell... Who <laughs> would I tell? Uh, I don't know. I will tell, uh, I'll, I'll tell... I'll tell Sybil. I feel like mm-hmm. you and has an important friendship moment. So, um,
0: when, when Nemo walks into my caravan, I'm carefully putting away some books. I turn to him and say, oh, Nemo! Uh, what are you doing here? How, how 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 can I help you today? Are you uh, gonna drop any more
3: revelations on me? No, not today. As you can see, I'm in my gallivanting gear. I have my I have my trousers rolled up to be um, improv two shorts. I am not wearing my exceptionally heavy coat. I'm wearing my slightly less heavy coat, and I have done one button down. I also have a nice sun hat to keep the uh, yeah, it's, it's
0: it looks very much, um, yes. Yes, I, I, I hmm okay. Uh, what are you doing? Uh, where, where are you going to go gallivanting
3: about? Oh, I'm going to go gallivanting for mold. Yes. For mold? Yes. I, uh, okay. Um,
0: do, you, do you want some, some, uh, would you like some company? I I hear there's some psychedelic versions of mold that can cause. Uh, I think it's called ergot. Uh, we we should try and find some of that. Um, I, I I think that uh, that could be useful. Uh, in some of my. Perhaps
3: yes. If if you would like, we we can go on a on a expedition. Uh, I would perhaps let's not go specifically for psychedelic. Mushrooms, uh, well, because I do have a feeling that if we are pulled over by the constabulatory, they may have some questions. Uh,
0: but. Oh no, it's the 60s. Everything the, that's oh. completely oh, it is? Oh. these days. You know, oh. We don't have to worry about that. I say, uh, establishing <laughs> uh, canon.
1: It's canon. Drugs are legal. You can't stop Ray- us.
3: Ray, you can't change it. Like, we've made it canon now. <laughs> oh, what? Oh. Yeah, our, our drugs are legal. <laughs> and wait, oh yes, and thank goodness that you adopted the metric system across the entire nation. <laughs> it's, it's really? It,
0: I mean, it made everything so much easier for the entire world to have a standardized, uh, standardized unit measurement. <laughs> I, I genuinely don't.
3: Oh, we have the power. <laughs> oh God, we have the power. We have the power. We could just alter the world as you no. Know,
0: And the Soviet... No, uh, never mind. All right, let's go. Let's go. Back on track.
3: Um, Yes, of course. uh, You're the first person in 200 years to go on one of my soirees out to the countryside. Uh, Should this... And I start
0: questioning immediately inside my mind. Maybe I made the wrong decision. If it's been 200 years, I... uh... But out loud I say... Out loud I say... Oh, go ahead, Nemo. Uh, uh, Leon McDuff. As they say, in the old country.
3: Well, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's a very complex field. Not everyone has been that enamored with it. It's, it's, it's hard finding mycologists that shared my passion. And it's not, it's not just mould. I have also been known to collect shrubberies, and and small spoons, and 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 bones. But uh, those things are quite difficult to take to the States. The mold collection was the only thing that they would let me take. So I, I, I decided that me and the and my and my kindred friends shall uh, journey forth to the to the new lands, as
0: it were. You know what they say, new lands, new molds. I'm sure somebody has said that. Maybe you. Maybe you can start that. But however, we must Sally Forth.
1: I really want fan art of Nemo with his trousers rolled up. And the exact same getup he's always in, just one button loose, and with this big, like, walking stick and a big floppy, like,
0: hat. I'm thinking safari uh, oh, uh, outfit, personally, but...
1: Oh, wow. Somebody from the post office mistake you for a worker gone rogue. Mm-hmm. Or gone postal, if you will.
0: <laughs> That's a... Uh, is that a Terry Pratchett reference or is that just a, a pun that you thought of as well? That's just this that's
1: just a really bad pun. Okay. Um,
0: well, I would never call any pun that Pratchett makes bad. Uh and by extension yours is, is alright if unoriginal. Anyway,
3: continue. <laughs> right, we shall sally forth, let's go. We bump into door. I'm now uh, I now want to try and recruit more to the mold hunt, but I, I, I don't want to press my luck.
1: Door, you are um, outside the funhouse. You're kind of manning that booth. Um, I'm, I'm sure you're, you're like covering for yeah, somebody. Typical. And um, one of the the bodybuilders, uh, Ruth, comes to you and says, "Door, I uh, somebody gave me this for you." Um, they couldn't find you in the normal spot, so um, I thought I'd deliver it to you. Okay. And it is a letter addressed to you, um, with this address, like, like in this city. Huh? And you recognize the handwriting as your father's.
2: And we've we've only been here a week, right? Yeah. Ruth, who, who dropped this off?
1: Uh, it was, it was a postman or post-person, I suppose. Uh, I, I I really shouldn't presume such things.
2: Well, how did they know, how did they know I was here? Or how did,
1: I don't know if you want to take it, you know, in, in private, you know, in the, you know, in there. Um, you know, um, just kind of off to the side or something. Um, I can man the booth for you if you want.
2: Um, okay, sure. Um, we're, we're getting a little bit low on quarters. So just, uh, keep an eye on that. Maybe, maybe, you know, I'm going to read the, I'm going to read the letter and then I'll go see if I can, um, find Nemo and, um, and, and get another roll of quarters to, to fill us up. Okay. And then I'll come back. Sure, sure. Okay.
1: Yeah, take all the time you need.
2: Okay. Um, yeah, and I I take the I take the letter and go. Um, I, I imagine like like the funhouse. Maybe there's kind of when you enter it, there's like a little door off to the side that's that's actually it's it's, it's like a like a like a camouflaged access door that looks like a funky wall or something.
1: Yeah, there are tons of things like that in the funhouse. Um it always seems to always have exactly the kind of nook and cranny that you need.
2: All right. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'll go back on that little nook. Um I think I kind of like stare at the letter for a while because it doesn't I mean I send I send postcards home a lot, but um it's not that normal, I think, for my parents to like know what address I'm gonna be at ahead of time, necessarily. And I'm trying to remember if I had if I had maybe told my father this. so anyway, um, but yeah, I open the letter and unfold it.
1: It is a handwritten letter from your father and um your your father, whenever it comes to... Um, writing, or probably in his general speaking manner, um, is real curt and to the point. And I'm now really realizing Kurt probably would have been a better first name for him. Um, <laughs> but the letter reads Door, this is getting ridiculous. Come home. Your brother and your will miss you. John. Aka your dad. <laughs>
3: it's
2: like a little, I feel like I feel like he maybe like 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 he like he is like super curtain to the point, but like that sort of the one sort of like silly affectionate affectation that he always does is like signs signs things. Aka your dad, as though I don't know that, and it's just like it's just, it's just like an ongoing joke. It's like
0: a it's like a dad, or it's like a parent calling you on the phone uh, in the age of caller ID and being like. This is Tom, or this is John, or this is whoever, uh, you know, your dad kind of thing. So.
1: Yeah, uh, exactly. I've, I've seen people do that, like, parents do that on, like, Facebook. They'll leave a message for their kids, and they'll be like, William, this is your father. Please give me a call. Um, your cousin is going to be in town next week. Please show them around.
3: Well, oh, DoorStat does that for everything. Hello there, I'd like to buy this steak me. Your customer. Uh, okay, sir, no problem. Here, I'm going to pay
1: you, me, your customer. Uh, okay, sir. <laughs> well, 100%, John has probably pulled that, that joke like out of a restaurant being like, Hi, I'm Wendy. I'll be your server today. Yeah, well, Hi, Wendy. I'm John. I will be your customer today.
0: Ah, fuck. I'm going to start using that from now on. Uh, once I can actually sit in a restaurant, I have to. Oh, it's such a good joke.
3: But he got he got he got one polite laugh, and
1: he has to do it as as to this, I kind of feel like um like John's probably written door um you know, just to kind of get her used to like writing letters, and he's so used to writing letters at his job and just signing it as John that whenever he wrote her a letter one time he accidentally <sighs> just signed it as John. And as he was, like, looking back over, he was like, oh, a.k.a. your dad. P.S. A.k.a. means also known as. P.S.S. P.S. means postscript, which means it comes after.
0: And post post postscript is P.P.S. And then post 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 postscript. You may as well just write another letter at that point. Honestly. Anyway, back to the show.
1: Yeah, anyways, back to the show. Sorry.
2: My brother? Is me? I think Dora just, like, takes a letter and folds it. Folds it up, like, back up really, really tiny. In front
1: of out. you, um, there was a sign that you know listed out some general rules. The letters on the sign have moved around, and all it says is "You okay?" with a question mark.
2: Is that normal for this sign in this funhouse?
1: Well, it doesn't normally say "You okay," but there have been rumors among the other carny folk that some of the attractions may have a soul or may be a being in themselves of rumors like among the other carnies about sometimes the rides seem to literally talk to them and that you know of course you hear, hear people like bring this up and of course somebody like just kind of talks it down saying oh no you were probably drinking a little bit too much or you know you you got into sybil's mushrooms didn't you you know just that kind of thing
2: Kind of like does a double take and kind of startles back from the sign when she sees this. Um, And then she reaches out and puts one finger on the question mark and moves it away and puts a finger on the U and moves that away and finds a period and just puts it after the okay so it just says okay, period and then stands and waits for anything else to happen
0: you have terrible text etiquette, I'm just saying <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, it doesn't change anything um, but when you turn to head out the exit sign instead of saying exit it's still the same font but it says, uh, take care.
2: Um. Thanks. If there's somebody there. And then she walks out.
1: So, Nemo and Sybil, you are out looking for door?
3: Well, if, if well, I, I'm I'm flushed with ex- ex- exuberance because I, I somebody has agreed to come on one of the forays, so I I, I, I I would like to invite her, and and hopefully she will want to come, and and it will be very enjoyable, and it is going to be very fun. You know, you know what?
2: In fact, in fact, I think she's walking towards your trailer to get quarters, but just as she walks, is, like, feeling more and more unsettled by the two strange things that just happened, and instead diverts her steps to Sybil's trailer, who probably knows more about such things, to try to talk with her first. Um, so, yeah, I knock on the door.
3: Right now, Sybil, there's etiquette to... A foray, okay? There are there's some certain rules that you have to follow. And oh, hello, doll. Um, you like, oh, hello. You okay? Uh, oh, oh,
2: um, why do you ask that?
0: Well, you, you, you don't look all right. There's a, you know, there's, uh, there's a, a look of distress on your face. Plus, I can see that letter poking out of your pocket there. I'm assuming it has something to do with that.
2: Oh, um, well, I wasn't gonna just bring it out like that, but yeah. Um, Nemo, I do need, um, before I, I do need after this, I need quarters. The, um, the fun house booth is getting short, and, um, and Babe is manning it now for me, but I need to get back there in a few minutes, but I need quarters first. So after we talk here, can we go get quarters and then I'll go back and relieve? Really we can, we can. We
3: can do that on the way, as is that sounds. And if you do not feel comfortable talking about it, you do not have to. There is no obligation to do so. I simply was pointing out that someone as young as you should be eating the moment. You should get your tasks out of the way early and be gallivanting, playing with hoops on sticks, or or playing jacks, or whatever young people do for entertainment at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh Nemo, you
2: asked yes. you asked if I was okay, but are you okay because it's Saturday. We don't. I mean, we gotta be back here and ready for the crush in a
3: few hours. Well, its I, I, I requisitioned the time for a day off. I, I didn't I, I, I'm sorry, I'll just go back to my couch up put my stuffy suit on. I was going to have some fun with the foray. To get to get some mold samples,
0: but no, it's it's quite all right, I guess. It's fine. Some it's, uh Well, yeah. Mold and N- Sybil looks way too relieved to hear, <laughs> even if Nemo is joking about it. Way too relieved to finally be out of the thing she accident- accidentally roped herself into.
3: <laughs> well, so let's let's go get the quarters. Okay.
0: And as we're, as we're walking, I'm gonna, I'm gonna follow along with, uh, Nemo and Dor. Are you alright, though? I,
2: you don't. Um, I, well, yes and no. I got, I got a letter from my dad, um, you know which is always nice to hear from him, but it was, I mean, it was real short, which is normal. Um, and he's, and he's,
0: yeah, his name may as well be Kurt, the way he talks to you.
2: That's that's pretty funny, Sybil. I like, I, 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 it's a, it's a good one. That's a good one.
0: I heard it somewhere, but what, what is everything seriously, though? I don't mean to make light of your situation, but.
2: Well, so so that's the weird thing is is I mean it's his it's his handwriting and he signed it the normal way and it sounds like him as far as that goes, but it says that my mother and my brother miss me.
0: Um, ha- you you just have the have the one brother, right? The.
2: I mean I got I got other sisters, but but just the one brother. That's um
0: That's odd. Um
2: Yeah, well and it and I and I mean I mean I looked at the date the date, but that doesn't that doesn't make any sense, even if it was a different date. I mean I wasn't here till after Eddie. Um so Anyway, so I, I I don't know. I wanted to come talk to you about it because... Because it seemed like the kind of thing that's up your alley. You know, people having... Having the wrong information or, or different information they should or being confused or out of order in time, maybe? Yeah, uh,
0: can I? And I kind of gesture at the letter and I say, can I, can I see that for a moment? I I may be able to, I may be able to figure something out if I can. Um,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And Dor takes it and like unfolds it very, very carefully and hands it to you. I'm
0: going to pull out a pocket full of dice made out of knuckle bones, uh, and use the move, cast the bones, uh, once per mystery you may perform some kind of divination to glean information about the future. When you seek guidance by divination, roll plus sharp on a 10 plus, hold 2. On a 7 or 9, hold 1. Um, and even on a miss, I get some information, but it may not be what I want to hear. Uh, so I am going to roll plus sharp. Oh, well, that I did better than I expected. Uh, that's a 6 and a 4 plus 1, so that's 11. Uh, so I hold 2. And, uh, the question that I'm going to ask is, who has touched this letter before me? Uh, obviously, discounting, uh, Dor.
1: Uh, so, other than Dor, the only person who has touched that is John Bolin.
0: Mm. Well, it does seem to be... It is from your father. Like, I know that much. Um... Uh, what is being concealed here, uh, with regards to the letter, as well as the apparent misunderstanding and misinformation, uh, contained within the letter itself?
1: I get the vibe, and you would get it from, like, reading off of this, is that, um, Dor's parents didn't tell the two older sisters why Dor disappeared, um but if you're trying to read, like, you know, getting vibes, um, John fully believes that Eddie is back at the house. Like, um... I I can't really give you any more details beyond that, but, um... Yeah. John is in full belief that Eddie is here and that Dora ran off for whatever reason.
0: Okay. Um, he he seems to think that your brother isn't isn't missing, and um, he does. It, there's nothing being concealed or it, nothing entirely untoward about the letter, other than, you know, the same old fatherly concern about their children wasting their lives, pursuing their dreams.
2: Well, this isn't. This isn't exactly my dream. No offense. He knows. He knows that. But the well, no, you were you were you were there for that phone call. You listened it on the phone, and it sounded like it sounded like Eddie Sybil, but it can't it can't have been Eddie. And if it was Eddie, he wouldn't have just. I mean, if he was okay, he wouldn't, you know. I mean, A, how would he even know how, how, where I was or how to reach me or anything? And, and I mean, he would have used, he would have sent a letter, not just, I mean he would have called the hotel. He wouldn't have even known how to call the hotel and he wouldn't have just said, am I coming home for Christmas? Because that wouldn't, I mean, that wouldn't be the first thing I would want to know from him. I would want to know how he got back and why he's okay.
1: So you arrive at Nemo's trailer. And, um, who opens the door?
3: The door opens the door. Why, why? A, a gentleman always opens the door.
0: I, of course, open. Well, her name is Door. I assume that she would open doors.
1: <laughs> Nima opens the door, and there is a terrified-looking girl staring back at you. And she bolts it out of your trailer.
2: Whoa, 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 whoa. And Dora, Dor- like, runs, runs after <laughs> Because as far as, like, what, what this looks like is somebody broke into Nemo's trailer to steal the quarters.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, and... Um,
1: roll me, act under pressure.
2: <laughs> and...
1: Yeah, I'm going to turn into a mean keeper and make you all start rolling okay. for everything. I mean,
0: you're supposed to. That's kind of how it goes. I,
1: I, know. I know. I know. Help you all get leveled cool. up.
2: Oh, God. I'm super not cool. Uh, That's a three.
1: <laughs> Ooh. Yep. Mark experience. And so, Dor, you had not spotted it, but... um. Your shoes have become tight, untied. Uh. And so you go to chase after this girl and you catch your shoelaces and fall like hard on the pavement.
0: I've been following after door. Uh, I've been following after door because, you know, as soon as she starts running off, I assume she spotted something that I didn't, which is always odd. But, you know, just in case, I'd like to find out. Um,
1: yeah, you would have seen it.
0: No, I mean something more odd than just a terrified child running away from three people walking into a room where
3: she had been hiding. Sybil, have you? I mean, I'm not going to judge, but have you? Have you been taking the mushrooms?
0: It's called microdosing, Nemo. Of course. <laughs> we, okay, I. This is as we're running away uh, down this. Down the the way towards the child.
1: If anybody is gonna pursue the child, you need to roll and act under pressure.
3: I kind of want to check if all the things in my trailer are still in my trailer, honestly.
1: That that makes sense, yeah.
0: I got a I got a seven.
1: Yeah, so she runs and she runs off of the Funfair grounds and she runs into a um, a furniture store and you're chasing after her and you go in and she is like running through the store and like there are people like trying to stop her because you know it's a kid running through a store and um, they're following her ahead of you and as you're following along um, a head pops out of a vanity in front of you and rolls on the ground And then more of these body parts start shooting out. And in front of you, um, this creature starts, like, pulling itself together. So this is going to be your um, hard choice. Um, You can try to keep following after the girl, but you will be pursued by this monster, or you can turn around and go back.
0: Exit stage left, pursued by a monster. (laughs)
1: Or, I mean, you could stay and try to fight the monster. That's. Well, you
0: know, I mean, are there. Other, you said there were other people in the store where this, this creature had started appearing. Out of yeah, nowhere.
1: there. there's um, a single, like, um, sales clerk, and they started running after um, the terrified girl. They're running out the back, and so they haven't seen what you've seen.
0: Oh, well, in that case, I will very quickly run out the back door and then bar uh, use I use a, uh do a use magic roll to trap a specific person minion or monster uh in the in that monster that I saw in that building but I'm going to continue chasing as much as I can and that would be a 6 and a 3 uh plus 2 so 11
1: yeah you you run past this creature and its arm swipes for you um but yeah it it doesn't get you and you run past the door and you close it and um how does your magic look whenever you're trying to seal it in
0: essentially i just throw uh, a pile of dust on the ground and as it hits the threshold it arranges itself in a straight line uh and an invisible barrier pops up shimmering briefly as it does and the monster, the creature whatever you want to call it isn't able to pass that barrier
1: so, yeah, so um you seal this up and you hear a loud like banging and banging as this creature is trying to break through the barrier um, roll me another act under pressure to try to catch up with the girl
0: Okay, and that's cool, right?
1: yeah Well, uh, it's a six and a one plus zero, so that would be a seven. Alright. Um. So I'm going to go ahead and give you a worse outcome. And say that you start, like, running down this back alley. And, um. There is kind of a T. Um, and it's kind of crowded because it's it's the uh, it's the fun fairs in town, so there are a lot of people there, and you, along with this sales clerk, uh, have lost the girl. The clerk looks back at you and says, uh, "What was that about?"
0: Uh, you know, I'm I'm not entirely sure. We found her in uh, one of our caravans, and we started chasing after her. Um, honestly, I was just trying to figure out what happened. Um but she obviously has some sort of guilty conscience, so Eh, it's alright. I'll find out later. You may want to avoid going back in the store for a minute. Uh give me a moment, I say, and I'm going to quickly rush back to the store.
1: Roll manipulate someone.
3: Go back in the store. Don't, don't worry, nothing's happens in there. Nothing's missing. <laughs>
0: Okay. Well, that's actually worse for me. It's a six. Ooh. So I mark experience, which means I'm one away from leveling up, but uh, it's still a failure.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. So you tell them that and they look like you like you're crazy. Like, did you steal something?
0: Uh, No, 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 of course not. Did you take something while I was chasing after that kid? How would I have stolen anything? I was literally right behind you within like 30 seconds. If I had stolen something... That
1: that would have been fast enough to take from the till. If there's anything missing, and they start running to the shop, and they open the door and go in, and it's just like whenever they first left it. It was as if... Nothing was there. You don't see the creature whatsoever. They check the till, and they're like, "They, they, they're like, okay, money's here." And then they look back at you, or at least, like, to the door, if, if whether or not you came back in.
0: I am confused by how something that I succeeded on, how it, how it managed to escape the trap I set for it. Ooh.
1: ray i hope you all have been having a good week i want to thank you for tuning in if you can give us a rating on one of the main podcast places that take ratings and if your podcast provider doesn't allow for that well that's okay we really appreciate you being here and love all the support that we've been getting word of mouth and telling your friends about us is a really really good way to get the word out it's kind of the lifeblood of uh podcasts like this one if you're looking for more in-depth at what goes on for the characters, maybe you should uh, swing over to our Patreon, as a few of Sybil's diary pages have found their way there. And if you do, you might keep an eye out as more content starts dropping there. We're in the process of changing up our Patreon tiers, and I've heard rumors of merch coming soon. If you tweet about us, use the hashtag $2pod. That's with the number two. We might use your name for an NPC in an upcoming episode. This week, we're going to put the spotlight on Memester of the Week a fellow Monster of the Week podcast. Here, let's check him out. This is Memester of the Week. We're a Monster of
3: the Week actual play podcast. It goes like this. A reluctant cult member, a stoner roommate, a skeptic YouTuber, and her fake camera person walk into a diner. They then walk out of the diner and drive off to hunt the things that go bump in the night. Inspired by shows like Supernatural, The Adventure Zone, and The Crit Show, join four friends as they travel across the country solving supernatural problems, and trying not to cause more problems than they solve. If you've ever wondered what it would be like if Scooby-Doo had guns and magic and monsters rather than real estate moguls, this might be for you. Welcome to Memester of the Week.
1: Uh, You can find them on any of your podcast providers. And uh, I just want to say from the bottom of our hearts, thank you so much for being here. Our next episode will be coming out in two weeks, so keep your ear to the ground and your eyes open. Because if you see something, slay something. Ta-da. Okay, back to uh, Nemo and Dor
3: saving missing. I need
1: to do this, Ray. Tell me now. <laughs> is is that going to be your concern over door falling to the ground?
0: Oh, no, door doesn't matter. Uh, she's just, you know, my little sister. You know, <laughs> she's
1: she's tough.
2: Door, has skinned her knees more than once.
0: If she shoots me on more than one occasion, I'm sure she can take care of herself.
3: I can, do. Does Debo see door fall down? Or would Nemo have realistically opened the door, saw the girl, and then turned to check inside? That's the question I have. Because I think Nemo would have gone in before door chased after the girl.
1: Uh yeah, I th- I I think um Nemo probably would have been in.
3: Um <laughs> Nemo's got stuff in there that nobody should have. Uh
1: <laughs> as, as much as I mm, Go ahead and roll investigate a mystery for me. Yeah, yeah.
3: the mystery of what's the next. I got a four. Right, I don't. I don't see shit. <laughs> Everything's there. Actually, I've got more stuff than I thought. <laughs> oh. <shit>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and get take a hard move here. Um. So you get in, and um, the money seems to be all accounted for. Heh. <laughs> Um, but all of the mirrors in your trailer have been smashed. And the case with the creature, I imagine you have it in, um, like some sort of pet
3: carrier. Um... Well, it's not for housing it. Like I, I let I let him out for a walk, and like he gets lots of sunshine. It's just
1: I said carrier. I I think it's more like a like a little like wire cage. Like a
3: crash, yeah. It's it's yeah. Like, While I'm out and I can't give them a walk or I can't be with them, they go in there. But I don't put them in there for too long. Yes. Yeah, like yeah. At most an hour, and that's all. And
1: I'd crazy. I'd imagine like you you like keep it covered, like you yeah, kind of birdcage course. it. Yeah. Okay. That covers off. So the girl is now aware of the raptor as well as what? you know, committing a bit of uh vandalism.
3: Well to I mean, trailer. But, uh, what what is all of this? These are my these are my nice mirrors. I'm going to have to use the not nice mirrors. And and uh and, oh, they knocked over oh, they knocked over my tiny plant pots as well. Oh no, why would she, why would someone cruelly <laughs> this woman from
2: outside, outside of here? N- Nemo, Nemo, did she What? What? I'm, 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 I'm fine, I'm fine. Did, 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 she, did she take anything? Sybil went off chasing her, but she, did she, was she like I don't know, was she like getting into the money or something, or wh- what the hell was she... Excuse me, excuse me What the heck was she
3: doing? She took my she took my trust in your nation, I thought this was a nice nation where people wouldn't break in and destroy all my mirrors. But no, it's a mean nation where they come in and smash all my mirrors and knock over my tiny plant pots and and and, and throw around my possessions. I am I am quite I it's not it's it's quite well but I, I think I am very mildly in a in a foul mood now. I my my I, I was going to have a nice foray for some molds, and, and I have to I have to come back and do some counting. And now all my mirrors are smashed. Nemo, uh, where's Sybil?
0: Where's Sybil? And Sybil comes waltzing back, uh, <laughs> whistling. Yeah,
1: <laughs> waltzing. Da, da 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 da
2: Sorry.
0: Yes, you hear a uh, a waltz playing. In the no, no, she just comes uh, rushing back, little red in the face, but obviously unharmed and without the child
2: that she had chased after for a moment. Where did the kid go? We don't know. She smashed up, she smashed up Nemo's trailer and, and, and some, and his mirrors, all his mirrors are broken now. And now he's all, he seems, he seems way more upset about this than like, you know, any of the murders that we've seen.
0: Nemo is kind of like that. His personal things being messed with is more a concern than human life. I don't pretend to understand it, but that's that's Nemo. Oh
3: they ruffled my silks. My silks have been
0: ruffled. Who would do such a cruel thing? Anyway, you said you said his mirrors were broken?
2: Yeah, there's glass everywhere.
0: And uh, Ray, earlier when I was chasing girl did the creature end up coming out of a mirror itself
1: uh yeah it popped out of the mirror on a vanity
0: and um i say to door we we should go to nemo i i have some thoughts on and once we all uh, get in the same room i say so um i may be connecting dots that may not be need to be may not need to be connected But I did see a monster, some sort of creature. Somehow I must have done it wrong. Anyway... But the kid... The kid? uh, When I was chasing the kid, it came out of a mirror in a hardware store. Very odd. Uh...
2: Wait, the kid? Wait, the kid came out of a mirror in the hardware store?
0: No, a creature came out of the mirror in a hardware store after I started chasing the kid. And I think those two things may be connected based off of the fact that she destroyed all the mirrors in this room where she seemed to have been hiding. Like there were no lights on when we came in, there was the smashed glass all over the place. And she was, She, I'm I'm obviously not the best at detecting emotions at the, the best of times, but she does seem. She did seem to have been scared, based off of the fact that she ran away as soon as we came in.
2: Well, I, she could have just been running away because she was here to steal the quarters again, and we caught her. That's what I do. I mean, I wouldn't. I, w- I wouldn't steal in the first place, much less the quarters. But
0: what? I do think it's awfully coincidental that the mirrors are smashed in the room she was in, and a creature came out of a mirror when she left the room.
2: Well uh, yeah that's
0: what true. What do you think, Nemo? Have you have you heard about anything
3: like this? I have never faced an injustice against my good character in so long it has been decades. Yes, I have heard of these beings that leap through universe, but that is not important. What is important is that my precious mirrors were smashed, my silk's ruffled. And my tiny plant pots, knocked And, and, they had the audacity, the audacity, to not clean up after their crime. And I just, it's, yes, I, apologies, I am still getting over it. Yes, I have heard of beings that leap through mirrors. I mean, they're, they're not, I would particularly call, distinct. It's, it's, it's quite a strange existence living in a place where your reflection exists. From what I know, they can die. It depends on how you summon them and what they're for. I'd be quite shocked if one would willingly destroy its own... Are you sure it came out of the mirror? Yes? Yeah, there were,
0: yes. But I was able... I did see that very clearly. And when I came back, after barring it from leaving, somehow it managed to escape. Which is the truly concerning part, because if I can't bar it from leaving, I can't bar it from entering, and potentially I won't be able to banish it.
3: Well, if, which But you bar? Well, if it could come. Yes. F- so I think you're about to say the same thing I was about to say. You should say it at the same time. Okay. If if, if, if it's actually fuck this, it's too difficult. <laughs> <laughs> This is eye coming through now, this is useless. <laughs> you say it, door, you? you'll probably say it better than me.
2: Well, if it can come through the mirror into somewhere,
3: did it maybe just leave the same way? Probably barred the entrance and exit to the building, not the entrance and exit to the mirror. Which, if I'm being honest, is quite an impossible thing because mirrors exist everywhere.
2: Except in this accepted this trailer anymore. (sighs)
0: Hmm. Well, in my mind, we need to do one of two things. Find the child to find out more about the creature, or find the creature in order to find more out about the child. I mean, I'm assuming you want some sort of vengeance for your silks being ruffled. Eh, Nemo?
3: I... I have learned in my long, long, long life that vengeance only begets more vengeance. And I do not wish to harm the child. I'm sure the child was being one of those childish pranks, you know? The whole, ha-ha, I'll pretend to, to break in and smash up somebody's nice mirrors and ruffle the silks. <laughs> that traditional <plank> prank. <laughs> Yes, of course, yes. We, uh, we did this all the time in Surrey. Uh, this is not a Surrey accent, by the way. Um, it, I do not much harm to come to the child, and perhaps my petulant response is unnecessary. But I, I do want to know more, because, as as you know, uh, one does not live this life without accruing enemies, and I would hate for um, a young individual to be implicated. In such near wells. As for mirror monsters, I have met a couple, they were fine. I thought we were quite amicable, but you never know.
2: I mean I guess that's the most important question is what was this monster you saw? I mean you you tried to you tried to trap it in the in the furniture stores, but I'm assuming it wasn't something um friendly looking.
0: Well, I mean, there hadn't there wasn't anybody in immediate danger uh and both the shopkeeper and the child were running away so i figured ah it can come back so i didn't actually get a good look at what came out of the mirror other than it came out of the mirror i may have made a mistake
1: you would know it came out of the mirror in pieces and it looked roughly humanoid
0: yeah it the only things that i was able to see before I left it uh, trapped. Was that it came out of the mirror in pieces, seemed to reassemble itself, and it looked vaguely humanoid. Um, but not much else. I, I don't even think.
2: Came out.
0: Hmm, no, no, I've never seen anything like it before.
3: Uh, well, I think the best course of action would be, perhaps, to investigate my, my trailer a bit more. I, I, I'm not, i not the best when it comes to this deduction and reasoning malarkey, so I shall... A if, if pair of you could have a, a checking site. What what I shall do is I shall ask around, to see if anyone has, perhaps, seen somebody near my trailer, uh, and we'll go from there. Okay.
2: um Is... Uh, and Dor like starts to walk up the stairs to the trailer again and then pause. He goes, um, is um, is, is, is Snapper still in his cage?
3: Uh, yes, he should be. Um, well, I will say, whatever you do, there's a, there's a very big chest with a big lock on it. Yeah. Do not. I'm looking at you, simple. If I find any of the possessions in there ruffled, there will be serious consequences. Do I make myself clear to both of you? Hmm? Uh, of yes? course. Of course. Of course.
0: I, I completely understand, Nemo. I would never violate your trust in any way, shape, or form, and I will not open that chest. Excellent. I trust you implicably.
1: Do you want to go ahead and do the act under pressure roll now?
0: Um, whenever you give in to your temptation and act accordingly, you mark experience. You need to act under pressure to resist giving in to your temptation. Are
1: you going to try to resist?
0: Oh, no. Of course not. Of course not. I... No. No. Never. So I mark experience, gain a level, and then, um... (laughs) Yeah, we'll,
1: we'll, like... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, do that, um... And we'll like play it out like here in a second. I just wanted to like establish now how this is going to go down.
0: Okay. I mean, like I was not lying. I am not going to open the chest. Okay. I will find out what is inside of it though. I I would go back to my my room, my my uh, caravan saying, "I'm going to I'm going to go do some research. Maybe I can find something out about this child through well, never mind my methods but I'm gonna go try and do some research
2: okay um okay um I'll I'll look around your trailer a little bit more than demo um thank
3: you. Right.
2: and or like
3: oh oh There there's, there's a small box of chocolates which you couldn't have if you...
2: <laughs> thank you I'll, maybe I'll for oh, the yes yeah. um all right. Um,
3: okay. Yes, I shall
2: go in there. Uh, and door goes into the into Nemo's trailer, but like as she does so, like inching along the walls to stay as far away from Snapper in his in his carrier as possible.
1: Okay. Um. Um. So yeah. Oh, I was going to say, you want to go ahead and roll me act or uh, investigate a mystery?
2: Um, so, yeah, she can, she can the investigative mystery. Um. I'm going to suggest, I mean, it's, I'm going to suggest she might like almost get a penalty for like trying to investigate a mystery while also keeping one eye on Snapper the entire time.
1: <laughs> I, I like the idea of this. <laughs>
2: All right. That, that makes it that makes it just an even 2d6. Why do you do this to Lara?
3: Why are you struggling?
1: Go ahead and roll sharp -1. Oh
2: my god. I rolled the same as last time. So that's another 3.
1: -1, <laughs> so No,
2: no, no. It's because it, I, I have Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, my my sharp is +1. So. Okay.
1: All right. Uh, <laughs> mark experience and I'm going to mark down a hard move for later. <laughs> um I'll, I'll say, like, while Dor is looking around, you get preoccupied because Snapper is—Snapper doesn't have eyes, yet it's still watching you. Like, its head is facing you. And as you're moving, like, its head follows you.
2: Right. Uh, um.
1: And its head kind of tilts a little, like, whenever you're, like, starting to get near, like, Nemo's Chocolates. And then it, like, uh. goes back to— like just an even level and its tail is like just midway and it's like wagging like very slowly and methodically.
2: Oh, oh boy. I think, I think that the combination that the head tilt was like mildly ende- endearing, but the slow motion tail wagging is, is concerning. So they, they even out again. Um, yeah, I think door, door kind of is still kind of like backing around the edge and looking around for, for things that are, out of place besides besides just the obvious, um, uh, mirrors broken. And then she, she does like reach, like also still sort of watching snapper. She does like reach for a chocolate and pick it up and like start to move it towards her mouth and watches to see how snapper reacts to this.
1: <laughs> Whenever door moves it closer to her mouth, snapper lifts itself up on its toes to what to quote unquote, watch, you move it into your mouth.
3: Yes, yeah, probably the reason why Nemo bought them was because Snapper enjoyed watching something. Eat. <laughs> like Nemo doesn't need to eat; and it's just oh, good point.
2: Um. All right. Yeah. So I think I think seeing that Arcon goes. D Do, you... Do you want one?
1: It chirps. <laughs>
2: just. She gets, she gets another she gets like the, the the smallest chocolate because she's not sure how good chocolate is for mystery orange eyeless raptors, so she doesn't want to like, you know, accidentally kill him. But she gets like the next smallest chocolate and like, like tiptoes back across the room and like tries to like like she's like 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 visibly trying to figure out how to feed this chocolate to this Raptor without getting close to it and eventually settles on just like standing a few feet away and throwing the chocolate into its cage. Yeah.
1: And I think it, it easily like flies into like one of the the slots in it and the, the chocolate doesn't even hit the ground. Like it bounces off like one of the bars of the cage and snapper just chunk and just like eats it out of
3: midair.
2: That's why he named
3: you snapper.
2: Wee, wee, wee. I
3: was about to say this is where we find out if this is the wrong name we gave it last episode and I called it like nibbler or something. I don't
2: know. It's entirely possible. If it nibbles on the chocolate, then that's appropriate.
1: <laughs> no, nope, from here on out. I am I'm calling it like canonically it has always been Snapper. Nemo
3: Presumably I have somebody that keeps an eye on things.
1: Not Nanny official capacity. Uh, It's more of like, you know, anybody who's close to it sees anything says something.
3: Oh,
1: God. So, um, roll Act Under Pressure for me.
3: I got five. It was one better than last.
1: Okay, so, um, somebody walks into you and knocks you on your bum.
3: As, As they say in a certain part of the state, I was walking here.
1: Oh, beg of pardon. And the man reaches down and takes your hand. And this guy is dressed in kind of a polo shirt that's tucked in. Um, it's it's a, you know, um, basically like cornflower blue shirt um, with, you know, nice khaki dress pants. And um, he's bold and uh, he's definitely European. Um, but he, he holds out his hand for you to, to help you up. Sorry about that. Um I, I I seem to have gotten a little bit lost. Um are you Severus Avati?
3: Uh, no, but I'm someone in his employee. Uh would you uh what, what what business do you have?
1: Uh I got this and the man will reach into his pocket and he'll pull out a small flyer and um it'll say like it's Look, in the font, it's addressed to Henry. And it's spelled H E N R I. To Henry, you are cordially invited to a private meeting with Severus Savarti. Please come to the fair, uh, fun fair at noon sharp. And it's signed to by Severus. Ah, uh, right. Yes, I
3: completely yes, no, I... understand what this is.
1: Um, <laughs> shall I take you to Severus or do you just want direction? Uh, where oh, uh either way would, would be great.
3: Uh, yeah, I'll just take him.
1: Okay. Yeah. You you get to um, Severus's trailer and um, he opens the door and he, um, there's a quiet moment where you can tell Henry recognizes Severus and Severus gives a, uh, you know, cool, confident smile and he's like, Henry, I've been waiting for you. Please, come on in. Let's have a nice chat. And the man's gonna look at Severus and then at Nemo, terrified. And he's about to run and Nemo can probably pick up on this. Do you want to try to stop him? Uh, It's another act under pressure.
3: That's another five. I
1: might cursed fucking dice. Um uh, yeah, so Nemo like reaches for him and this guy just takes off and Severus is like Well He's not gonna get far. Thanks for the help, old chum. I-, I believe I'll find him. Uh are are you alright? Are you looking for someone? I thought I thought you were supposed to be looking for mold.
3: I I had requisitions in break time. Um, however, it seems that something has broken my trailer and smashed all my mirrors, ruffled up my linens, and it's the- yes,
1: yes. I, I understand. Um, well, I have to go handle that situation. But whenever I get my situation handled, I promise I will come back and help. But yes, best of luck. And Severus will patch your shoulder and close their trailer and like start heading out. Um, Whenever you turn around, you see the girl from behind. And then we're going to go to Sybil.
0: I'd like to use magic to see inside uh, the chest that Nemo told me not to look inside of. Um, uh, that's uh, that's an 11. So I it goes off without a hitch.
1: Okay, so you did fully succeed. So... Your, um, realm of focus moves to the inside of the closed and locked chest. Okay. Um, and what might Sybil see?
3: Uh, If there was things to note, though, probably the two, maybe three things that are sniffing are one, there is, um, some photos, um, which you would think if they're precious, he would keep with pictures of himself. They are different people, but they have similar outfits. Uh, so that's significant. Um, the other thing that would be, you know, just a, a little, little bit unusual is there's, like, a big ball, like a crystal ball, that it's glowing very faintly, like, red, and there's this horrible mist stuff kind of, like, inside of it. As
0: my vision comes back to me, and I leave the chest, snap back to myself and I say, well, I mean, interesting, I guess, but not terribly useful at the moment. Why does he have to keep secrets from me? Why did he have to forbid me from finding out what was in that chest? He knew I was gonna look. I say to myself, I would like to widen the scope of my vision as much as I can in order to find the child and kind of like a spy satellite just basically scan the entire town very quickly
1: um it's gonna be big magic now um there are a few options that are gonna be um required to do this Mm -hmm. so what I'm gonna say is you do need to do a use magic roll as a part of this um spell you are gonna be drawing powers from, um, Atreus. Wow. This will be a bit of a side effect, but we will determine that at a later date. So go ahead and use magic and let me know what you get.
0: So I got a nine, but I would be able to use the book that I received from Mrs. in order to grant me an additional bonus to Big Magic. Um, I believe it was a plus one, yeah. Yes,
1: yeah. like as, as part of your haven. So yeah, it goes off without a glitch.
0: And I see the same thing that Nemo found out like five minutes ago, but you know.
1: Um, so kind of it as an added bonus, um, I will say you kind of have this um, slight omniscient view of this city, or this town, and in particular, this girl, no matter what... You will always know where this girl is.
0: Well, I'm sure this will never backfire in any way, shape, or form.
1: And next time on $2 Creature Feature.
0: Uh...